Hello, and welcome to the All-American Maker Podcast. My name is Brendan Halbum, and today my guest is Jessica Thiesing, who is the owner and maker at Mean Mugs Pottery in Salt Lake City, Utah. Jessica is the maker of our All-American Maker Coffee Mugs that are exclusively available on patreon.com slash brendanhalbum. By joining our mug club, you are getting a year's subscription to exclusive content by All-American Maker only available on Patreon to our Patreon supporters. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hello, Jessica. How's Hello. it going? <laughs> Thanks for having me. Definitely. I'm coming to visit. It's this great. place is amazing and uh, it's been really cool to see the process of how you make these mugs from the clay and form it into a mug and how all that works. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how Mean Mugs started as a business. Sure, happy to. Um, well, myself, I moved to Salt Lake in 2011 my, with my husband and my daughter. Um, I moved here actually to do government work. I'm an urban planner by trade and I do economic development work. So I've worked with a lot of small businesses in my career. And I decided after a while, I've also always been a potter, always been a creative need to have my hands in clay doing you know, it just, it was a part of me. So while I was always working, I was either part of another co-op or, um, so in Minneapolis, I was part of a co-op and we just collectively made things. And then um, when I moved here, I taught mm -hmm. at a local shop. And that was really how this whole business started. I taught with a woman named Judy Nelson and okay. we um, appreciated each other's work and there was an opportunity and in the marketplace and Judy was approached to make some mugs for a growing company here in top town and she approached me with with this opportunity and and so that was the birth of Mean Mugs Pottery and her son um, Rory McCarthy actually came up with the name for Mean Mugs and then we went through a branding process and just you know tried to figure out like what does that mean to us and to us it meant mugs with meaning we make mugs that um, really uh, enhance the meaning of of what we, you know, our place in the community, but also um, great companies doing great things. Definitely. So what got you into pottery originally? That's an interesting question. You know, I've always made things. So even when I, if, as long as I can remember, I remember being seven years old and making those friendship bracelets. Yeah. Right, and I we had this shed in the backyard, and I had this vision that I was going to turn this shed into a, a shop. Mm -hmm. And then I started making lots of friendship braces and bracelets, and realizing, oh my gosh, there's a lot that goes into this, and I don't think I can make enough to sell these. Like I won't have any inventory because right. they take hours and hours and hours. Anyway, so I think that really, you know, I, I've always liked making things. I've always had this spirit of entrepreneurship in my blood. Mm -hmm. um, and so I continued to do a lot of art classes. I've always sort of been right and left brain. Like I can do the yeah. business thing, but I also need to have my hands making stuff. It's calming. Right. And I picked up pottery. I did sculpture in high school and then I picked up pottery probably the last year in high school and then college took some classes and then anytime my husband and I would travel we would I would find a potter and so mm -hmm. the last stint was in 20 no 2007 
I um, studied in Ecuador with the father-son team and learned some other techniques in pottery. Wow. Came back here, started teaching just to keep my hands in it because I had a pretty stressful job and thought, well, this is really a way for me to keep my fingers in clay and meet some people and share my craft. And I didn't even keep anything. I, for three years, I created pots and just recycled everything. It was more about the process to me than the actual outcome. Yeah. So, and, and then, you know, we started this company. So I'd been a potter, I had, you know, I don't know, 20 years before, wow. it was in my late 30s when we started this company, and I'd been doing it since my teens, so a while before I took it super seriously. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, but it's fun. I mean, my, what I learned about running this company was that my strength really is in the, is in the glazing. Mm -hmm. um, I love, I've always loved opening the kiln. It's like Christmas, you know? It's like everything's shiny. To see the final reveal. Totally, yeah. you know, because there's so much that goes into it. There's mm -hmm. so many variables, and they can be devastating sometimes. Right. And the loss and the, oh, it, it can get to you, but that final piece is like, okay, that they made it. Mm -hmm. um, and when I had, I took a year to develop the glaze process and learn, and I'm, I would not consider myself an expert at it, but I, I, I did enough to learn the process and develop our own chemistry so we could have that as part of our company. Right. And, and it was really worthwhile, and I really loved that part. I love mixing like things that are all white powders and mm -hmm. they turn into pinks and purples. And wow. You never know what they're going to look like before. Is it based you know, on like minerals and things in... Yeah. So. Yeah. Oxides, minerals, clays, you mix them all together. They heat at different temperatures, so you really, we have a certain temperature where you like to aim to fire everything at here, so everything we make has to fire to that temperature. So we use fluxes and frits and other things to counterbalance the silicas. Okay. Silica um, fires at a much higher temperature. Right. Um, so we have to, you know, there's a lot of chemistry involved. And I'm not a chemist. I'm an sure. amateur chemist at this point, so it's been really fun. Oh yeah, definitely. So, like, what would you say your vision for the future is for this business? Like, I know you've told me that you would much prefer it to stay small instead of grow to a large company. Um, where do you see this business going? So I would like to create a culture, a company culture. Mm -hmm. um, with we are moving, so I am moving the facility um, to keep the business small. But also, it's really important to me that the artisans that work with me or part of the company have a stake in it. So, um, sorry about that. Um, I really believe that everybody should be paid at least a livable wage. That there's profit sharing and give back as mm -hmm. part of the company culture. Right. And so that's how I want to stay. And I think. Kind of going, taking a couple steps back to um, regrow the company, kind of start over and um, figure out figure out that playing field, that platform. I think is is a really good place to be at this point. Definitely. So I can just take small chunks as I can handle it. Yeah, so. growing your business and figuring out how you want it to look like in the future and working towards that now while you have that luxury versus yeah. kind of 
growing and then being forced into figuring it out. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for that too. I mean, mm -hmm. really, the first couple of years, we were drinking from a firehouse. And we were so willing and eager, every one of us. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so much beauty in that. And there's also a lot of stress in that. Right. Um, when you don't know where you're going, you can't get yourself there. Yeah. And so I think we all struggled with that. Mm -hmm. It was like, and just the learning process and the understanding of the losses and the atmosphere. And we don't have air, and sometimes it's 120 degrees in here. Right. Oh, the kilns actually react to that. Mm -hmm. Who'd have thunk? Our glazes react to that. So, so much learning. And I'm so grateful for that because I think it allowed me the ability to actually be able to sit here and talk to you and say, yeah, I think I, I think I really, really appreciate and I'm so grateful for that experience. And the companies that worked with us while we were going through that process, mm -hmm. um, that, and now I think I can actually kind of create a goal and have some experience that will get me to that goal. Yeah. So what would you say is like the maybe one major thing that you've learned as a small business owner that you would love to share with other makers and people who maybe eventually want to start their own business? I think there's, there's, a couple, there's two things. Okay. Um, the first thing is really going into it as a business. Mm -hmm. And that means just really being responsible and understanding right. how much things are going to cost. Um, understanding your price per item, your cost, cost of goods sold. You have to know what it costs you to make something mm -hmm. in order for you to sell it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, because so there's that, and that takes a minute, mm -hmm. and it fluctuates. You know, if you have a giant team of people set up, your costs are probably going to go down. Right. If your team is super efficient, um, but you know, there's ways to kind of map that out and have a good projection on, you know, a good handle on you know, how much your raw materials are costing and things like that. So that's important. And the second thing is understanding your team, mm -hmm. everybody around you, and really trying to connect and um, so that everybody understands each other because it's really right. stressful when you're, small maker businesses are generally undercapitalized, mm -hmm. we certainly were. Um, and it's really hard to start any kind of maker business on a shoestring. It yeah. can be done. I, we've done it. This, is, this was a collection of people. It wasn't mm -hmm. me. It was the people I had working with me. Um, and it, it, it can be done. But there's, so, it's a, there's a lot of heartache that goes along the way. I think the second thing is understanding your team. Mm -hmm. um, and understanding who's on your team, what their needs are, what their skills are. Um, and more importantly, what roles are. Um, I think one of the challenges with starting a small business is just everybody's doing everything, including you. You're making, you're, you know, wearing a million hats. You're the lawyer and the and the the producer and the run to the errand, run to target person, or whatever, wherever you're going to get stuff. And that can be really hard. Um, Definitely. And your team too. They're all wearing a lot of hats and really most people just want to know what they're doing when they're coming into work. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like one of the things I really failed at um, is really honing in on what the roles were and having us all on those roles. 
kind of like managing everyone's expectations for what you have for them. Right. Like I've dealt with that in working for other people in the past where I was like, I don't even know what you want me to do. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm here and I kind of have an idea, but I feel like I'm having to figure it out on my own. And sometimes you'll throw me a curveball, and I'm like, wait, that's part of what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, like, it's a huge component, especially as somebody who's working for someone, to know, like, like I want to get behind you 110%, but I need to know what you want. <laughs> exactly. And it's hard to know what you want yeah. or what you need. And I think um, as entrepreneurs, we're like, we see a lot of things, and our mm -hmm. brains are always going a million miles an hour. We just assume people can read our minds. Right. Um, and even if they get somewhat close, mm -hmm. we're like super ecstatic. Like, yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I, I didn't know I wanted you to do that, but yes, that's what I want you to do. You right. Know? And I think as we as humans just don't operate well under those circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how to avoid those things, um, but I do know that I realize at this point like just how important really thinking about those things are. Yeah. As you're starting, because I think it would have helped us out a lot. Um, either, you know, at the end of the day, we had great talent. We have great talent. We had great talent. Um, and, you know, we learned a lot from each other and we've learned and grown. And now, where the company is at, you know, I'm here and my uh, two of my teammates are in Sheridan, Wyoming, and they're okay, doing yeah. a pottery up there. And I think that's great because mm -hmm. I think. You know, they're extraordinarily talented. I know they're going to do great things. And um, and I'm here moving the business and, you know, kind of refiguring out where I'm going to go. So it's also very exciting for me. Definitely. So what exactly do you guys do here? Like, I know you make pottery and you make beautiful coffee mugs. Yeah. But what would you say that you do here? So, you know, we do that. We make right. pottery and beautiful coffee mugs. Um, <laughs> so we specialize in um, products for other businesses. Mm -hmm. And that has been the specialty since we started, which is a branded promotional product that um, businesses can utilize to showcase their own brands, mm -hmm. um, but they're handmade. Right. So we have a process down, and that process allows us to really make a unique cup Mm -hmm. Even though it's a similar cup, they all look different based on everybody's yeah. brands. Um, so they can really enhance uh, a branding process or project. The other thing that we do here is we make our own mugs for retail. Mm -hmm. So um, we have hand-thrown products, we have hand-pressed products. I don't need to go into the difference of those things. They're all handmade. Sure. It's just it allows for certain different price points and different types of styles of mugs mm -hmm. and we really specialize in drinking vessels and right. so where you might see in the future is something I'm working on is even smaller cafe style mugs whiskey glasses um, things that people love shapes that fit in your hand that feel good to drink out of that you you know I want to produce the mug that everybody fights over in your house right oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's my goal in a nutshell mm -hmm. you know um, and I think that's the future for us is really making small batch runs of products that people love, that I can handle mm -hmm. um, being a small company. Um, and I want to continue to train artisans and 
um, enhance that profession because we're losing that. We're losing, I believe right now, we're losing people's uh, ability to make things because they can't make any money at it. And I want to change that. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, making pottery is not a get-rich-quick scheme. No. As a matter of fact, it's a get-poor fast <laughs> but um but i love it mm-hmm. and um and i think i'm at the point where i can do something with it and um hopefully make a living and provide a living for a small group of people that want to work with me yeah that's incredible like at one point i thought about the same thing with my candles i was like oh i'm gonna grow and i'll be able to hire some people and create jobs mm-hmm. But then I realized what that it would entail, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, but I do think that is a valuable resource, not only to hire people and create jobs, but to teach them these artisan, artistic, like ways of making things. That you know, if they're like say half a dozen to twenty-five people on the planet died tomorrow, those things would be gone. And so right. it's like, yeah, people know how to make mugs, but. I maybe know of like five, like either companies or people that actually do custom mm-hmm. pottery with a logo on the side. Like, it's a kind of a very minimal, narrow window of people that actually know that art and know how to do it well, where it actually looks decent. And that's a that's a huge thing to either grow a business as or to pass on to other people as a knowledge that they can then utilize in their own profession. I think that's huge. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it, you know, I've, I've, the glimmer is still there, you know. Mm-hmm. I've had some success. I've had failure, too. And I've learned way more from the failure than I've learned at the little bits of success. Um, right. But I'm so grateful for the opportunity to fail. Um, and I'm so grateful for the companies that have believed in us and allowed us that flexibility and fail. Um, We've always tried to you know, be upfront and honest about our process, about the timeline, about the costs involved. Mm-hmm. And um, I really think that has what's allowed us to keep those relationships intact. You know, yeah. Very straightforward. You want this color, it might this might happen, right? right. And it might mean you're gonna mugs are gonna take longer. Mm-hmm. We're gonna lose some things. So yeah, I'm I really wanna stick to that plan and stick to that process and stay here and do what I do and right. and and see what happens. Definitely. Work hard. I'm always sweaty and you know tired at the end of the day because it's very mm-hmm. physical and labor intense but um, but I love it for that reason. Yeah that's incredible. <laughs> well thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Um, and if you guys didn't realize we are next to a train track. <laughs> And several other things, so if you're hearing all of that noise, that is why. And uh, it's just been an incredible opportunity to come here and spend some time with Jessica and her husband uh, checking out her shop. And uh, if you guys like what you heard today, uh, I will link below more information on her business. And uh, if you own a business that would like custom mugs, this is the perfect lady to come to. And uh, 
Also, if you want to subscribe and click the bell to get notified whenever we post a new video, have a great day. Thanks again for watching today. If you guys want to get one of these exclusive hand-thrown pottery mugs by Jessica, you can head on over to patreon.com slash brendanhalbum and sign up for the mug club today. You will get not only exclusive content only available to our Patreon supporters, but you will get this incredible mug that is 100% American made. Thanks again, and remember to subscribe and click the bell to get notified whenever I post a new video. Have a great day.